Welcome to the Future of Medicine podcast, where we believe that feeling great and living a long time is possible and that your healthcare should help you get there. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Wenzel. My hope is simple, that this show will help you along your journey to becoming the healthiest, strongest, and most powerful version of you possible. Now, let's jump into the show. Hey, everybody. Before we jump into this show, Jen and I, I just want to give you a quick overview. Jen and I are diving into what I would call the anti-weight loss podcast episode. It's titled Freedom and Discipline, Why Dieting is Never Enough. We do a really thoughtful talk. We have a really thoughtful talk about how there is freedom and discipline and how tactics and dieting is rooted in sacrifice and why it never works and certainly why it's not sustainable. And we really think that fasting is the answer, that applying a disciplined life towards fasting into your life will give you the freedom that you're looking for. Hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to this episode of the Future of Medicine podcast. I am your host, Dr. Wenzel. I am joined by the amazingly talented and lovely Jennifer Justice. Well, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Good. So uh, this episode is really a wonderful topic. It is called Freedom and Discipline, Why Dieting is Never Enough. Last episode, we did the anti-goal setting mm-hmm. episode where goal setting really doesn't work. It's about having the right mindset. Um, you know, in this episode, in a lot of ways, is the anti-dieting, <laughs> mm-hmm. where, um, you know, w- what we're really looking to do is create a an easy-to-use, uh, sustainable, impactful discipline in our life that we can use our entire life. Mm-hmm. And this episode really is rooted in this concept that was fleshed out for me, really thinking about what is discipline and what is sacrifice? And as I, I began to overlay dieting as a talk or a, a thought, gosh, dieting is nothing more than sacrifice. It's rooted in sacrifice. It's tactics. As you brought up, it typically has a beginning and an end. Mm-hmm. It's slow. It's ineffective. Uh, and as soon as you're imperfect, you lose momentum that you may or may not have gotten and you fall off the wagon and you go right back to the behaviors and patterns that put you in the problem in the first place. So you get this cyclical yo-yoing perpetual struggle with folks with weight. Yeah. And it, and they're always on to the next diet. Mm-hmm. When, if you took a more strategic approach to figuring out a solution for this, what you find as you do with every other essential thing in your life is that freedom comes from discipline. Oh yeah. And freedom in the struggle of weight Mm -hmm. is absolutely fundamentally rooted in having a disciplined mindset around how you engage this subject. Yeah. Talk to us, Jen, about what this means for you and the way that you talk to, to patients about this. Um, Specifically about diet, but we could talk mm-hmm. about exercise, we could talk about finances, we could talk about marriage, we could talk about other relationships. But what are some of the things that, that you have discovered that discipline frees you and others from? I think you touched on a couple things. One is you and I have both dealt with <clears throat> a couple different types of patients in our practice. One is they have lost or gained the same or more amount of weight several different times over their lifetime, me being one of them. And the second is that 
they're professional dieters. They pick an event or they pick a, a life happening or something like that to strive for. But there's a definite beginning and there's a definite ending and there's no strategy beyond that. Mm -hmm. And if there is, they really fall off. And the, the diet dogma or mentality really starts to weigh on them mm -hmm. where they start to feel like a failure <laughs> because mm -hmm. while I've tried every diet under the planet, you know, on the planet and nothing's ever worked. It's like, we haven't tried everything. Right. First of all, <clears throat> Um, and that they lose momentum very quickly mm -hmm. when it becomes hard. So a lot of diets, you have to track your food every day. You have to count your macros every day. You have to, how are you getting enough water? And listen, there are a ton of variables to weight loss, right? Mm -hmm. Hormones, stress, sleep, exercise, food intake. I mean, it could be a myriad of different things. But when we talk about diet, if it's not easy and you don't gain momentum early, you're going to, you're going to quit. Yeah. You're unlikely to ever even achieve mm -hmm. your goal. Yeah. Maintaining that goal is a whole nother discussion. Yeah. And the thing that I've learned, we talked about mindset last time, which this really builds on that is that there is freedom and discipline that being disciplined doesn't mean it's torturous and horrible. It actually frees you up because, number one, you're making less decisions in your life. And number two, that consistency is already baked into the plan. So you're not constantly fighting being consistent and being on track, if you will. I totally agree. I, I, think, I think while people who are stuck shy away from discipline because it sounds hard mm -hmm. and they gravitate towards tactics because they sound easy. It's such a, it's very deceiving. Yeah. Because diets and tactics enslave you mm -hmm. to the tactics and say, if you were just perfect and did my tactics perfectly, you would achieve. And everyone who engages in tactical level warfare mm -hmm. <laughs> is a slave to the tactics. Yeah. And th they don't have a deeper why they don't have a bigger vision. They don't have a grander scope uh, of what's going on. And it's not that discipline doesn't require work. It's that it requires less work on the main thing mm -hmm. that yields the outcome that you're actually looking for. Yeah. And, it actually requires a higher level of thinking. It, it really does. And it's scary for somebody who's stuck to think about this yeah. because while you continue to not be successful at reaching your goals, you could very quickly identify as somebody who's not disciplined. Mm -hmm. So the idea of saying, we'll focus on discipline could be like, ah, but, but I'm not disciplined. But I would argue they are disciplined. They're just disciplined in the wrong thing. You and I know that. <laughs> yeah. They're putting their energy in the tactics mm -hmm. when only a fraction of that energy, if it were diverted to a more disciplined infrastructure, the tactics disappear. Yeah. You don't have to focus on the tactics because mm -hmm. the discipline provides the freedom. And I love this analogy of freedom and discipline and enslaved to diet and tactics. Yeah. And I think... That is a critical starting point on this whole idea that dieting is never enough, mm -hmm. that there is freedom in discipline. Yeah. The second major, as we're talking about this, as it pertains to diet, is we immediately move into what is discipline in your diet? 
mean for Dr. Wenzel, Gen Justice, Brentwood MD, the people in our ecosystem, whether mm -hmm. somebody is an, an active member in our practice or just a listener of our content or a, a consumer of, of what we put out into the world. This is exactly why we are so bullish on intermittent fasting is easily the most fascinating topic in my mind. Mm -hmm. And I'm fascinated by a lot of health related things. And yeah, there's some biochemistry. There's a lot of biochemistry. There's a ton of physiology. And, and, but this episode is not about the science. Right. I've created lots of content on the science and the benefit and the benefits that lie in, in fasting and a fasted lifestyle. But I'm talking about committing to something that will give you net freedom. Mm -hmm. Fasting is the answer. If you have at all not a great history with diet, mm -hmm. it is completely freeing because it puts the religion not on what you're eating, but on when. When, right. And you, you and I both have a, an extensive history in this space. That's how we met. And originally, we're telling people eat three times a day eat snacks in between, oh, eat to lose. stay to a certain carb content, which we still are mindful of that. There, there's still a bit of restriction that needs to happen, even with fasting, to, to yield the result that you want, whether it be weight loss or smaller genes or whatever. However... The application varies based... But we've really been enlightened, both of us, and have adopted this lifestyle with great results. If you would have told me when I met you seven years ago, hey, I want you to not eat breakfast every day, I would have thought you were crazy. I grew up in the... Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And and now I'm removing one meal from the three and multiple snacks that I was eating, which is so easy. You're it's removing 50% like, or more mm -hmm. of your decision-making energy right. around food, which is the thing that so many people struggle with. Mm -hmm. You eliminate 50% of the decision-making mm -hmm. right off the bat. Yeah. And that energy could be used elsewhere. Decision fatigue, we've created content around that. That's a real thing. Mm -hmm. And it takes the primary tactical focus on counting and this is good, this is bad, religion, mm -hmm. and the pressure of being perfectly in line there, it takes it completely away. Yeah. And the net result is that fasting is easy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ridiculously easy. <laughs> and so by de being disciplined, in other words, just committing your mindset that I don't eat from this time to this time, and I only start eating at this time, and then I close my mouth for good at this time, by putting your energy just on that discipline framework, it is easy, which things that are easy are easier <laughs> to sustain. Right. Being perfect in your religion is hard. Yeah. It's actually impossible. And then that you're going to fall off. Well, and that creates the spiral of guilt and shame, which we won't even go into that, but yeah. it's negative. Well, it has to be me. It can't be the diet. It mm -hmm. has to be me. And so it's easy. Fasting is easy. It's super fast to implement. And anything that's easy and fast to implement, which me means that you're probably going to start noticing the pendulum swing in your favor. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be really surprising to you if you're not used to winning yeah. at this. Right.
without being dogmatic about the tactics. And I think I love that about fasting is the, the elimination of decision fatigue, the simplicity with which you can execute, the flexibility. Yes. You, you want to fast 12 hours a day? Fine. You want to do 18? You want to do 24-hour fast? You can deploy infinite variations of intermittent fasting based on what you're trying to achieve, based on practical variables, some you can control, some that you can't control, because it takes the focus off the what and puts mm -hmm. it all on the when. Yeah. And so speed to results, easy to implement, simplification net mm -hmm. is absolutely magnetic to anyone who's should be magnetic to anyone <laughs> who's really just kind of spinning their wheels, falling off, spinning their wheels, falling off. And that leads us into the third, the th kind of the, th the, the third pillar of why discipline, that, that there's freedom in discipline and dieting is never enough. And that is that fasting is a momentum builder. Yeah. Talk to me about momentum, Jen. Oh gosh, who wouldn't want that? Especially when it comes to to dieting and no one and what everybody wants momentum. Yeah, let diet, me rephrase. Everybody wants positive yes, momentum. Yeah, because momentum can work against you. And I think the diet industry kind of preys on this in a negative way with the twenty pounds in twenty days or whatever that might be. Is you create this sort of vision in your mind of I'm going to get there so fast, but then <laughs> with all. Getting, like you said, getting focused on the tactics and getting in the weeds, and then you don't meet that goal, you lose your momentum. So mm -hmm. it actually works against you. But with fasting, at least being consistent with it. And I love what you said about it being flexible, because I don't fast as long on the weekends, because I enjoy a late breakfast with my husband. Um, I might throw a 24-hour fast in there once a week to just jumpstart things, especially after the holidays. But that's the beauty of it and building momentum for myself is auditing how is this really working for me mm -hmm. and where can I tweak the dials. But with without that momentum, I probably would have given up on it a long time ago, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, of course you would. That's what everybody does. Yeah. If you don't create positive momentum, you stop investing in that behavior. Yeah. That's... But then every year, January 1st comes along, mm -hmm. and the number one goal of all goal setters is weight loss across the board. Gym memberships are at all-time high, all fitness weight loss-related things. They're all over your social media feeds. They're yeah. all over your sporting event ads. This is when the weight loss industry makes the majority of their economic, you know, their economics is the first quarter of the year preying on this is the year that it'll be different. The problem is they're well-intended. Mm -hmm. But they go right into the tactics and they just don't work. Yeah. A and long term, anyway. long term. <clears throat> and the reason people hate dieting is that it's slow. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very dogmatic and difficult to pull off. It feels very sacrificial. I don't know anybody who diets is like, this is so fun. Like, I really want to diet. I love it's torturous. I hate every minute of it. Fill in the blank <laughs> diet. It just, yeah, there's just something about sacrificing. The entire journey to my goal. And it it requires a sense of compromising and some exchange of value of this suffering mm -hmm. that needs to take place. And fasting really, in many ways, divorces yourself from this sacrificial suffering and 
puts your focus on just having rules around framework Mm -hmm. and then otherwise gives you total freedom once it's time to eat. Yeah. And the bottom line is it works. Yeah. It works. It works for so many reasons. I don't have any weight loss goals right now, but I live a fasted lifestyle because there are so many other benefits. Actually, I would even debate that weight loss is just a byproduct of fasting. Mm -hmm. It's like a side effect. Yeah. It's like you can use fasting for weight loss, but the reason you fast isn't a beginning and an end just with weight loss. Mm -hmm. Like it's one of the byproducts of a fasted lifestyle is much easier to maintain an optimal weight and course correct Mm -hmm. based on life Mm -hmm. without any tactical, like weird feeling of not being enough or not being perfect. And I think as we were talking about this, I think one of the things that rarely gets talked about, but because we're practitioners in this and we see it all the time, built into the DNA of disciplined fasted lifestyle is both a short-term success that's easy, fast to implement, um, but it also has a defensive strategy built into it Mm -hmm. where it's sustainable. It's not like when you reach your weight loss goal, you stop fasting because there's so many other benefits. You just keep fasting and that helps you maintain the thing that you achieved, mm-hmm. which no other diet really does that. Cause it's like, Ooh, I'm done sacrificing. Now I can go right back into what I did to get into trouble in the first place Yeah, with a lack of discipline. <clears throat> and I love that concept of offense versus defense. Yeah. It's one that I learned from you and I'm grateful for that. But in the diet culture and the diet mindset, there's no defense no one's built teaching in defense. until the end. And even then, how do you go from all offense to no longer playing offense, to transitioning into a defensive mindset, it takes a whole different skill set, a mm-hmm. whole different psychology. Mm-hmm. This is why we have so many patients who have lost over 100 pounds multiple times in their life. Yeah, They're all world at tactic offensive mm-hmm. strategy. Mm-hmm. Turns out it gets harder and harder to pull off that 100-pound weight loss. The older you get, the more your hormones are messed up, the more it hurts your body to move, the more mm-hmm. you have sleep apnea. Like all of those things start to get harder and harder to pull off. You don't need a defensive strategy with fasting because it's baked into the discipline. Mm-hmm. So it makes it sustainable. Yeah. I just met with a, a young patient of ours yesterday who was here for annual physical and she has lost over 40 pounds. And I, I looked at her body comp and I was like, is I went back to our nurse and I said, was this accurate? (laughs) And she said, yeah. And, you know, obviously gave her tons of kudos for her progress. But, hey, how'd you do it? And she said, intermittent fasting. And it's so easy. And I'm still doing it. And I love it. It's the number one thing we hear Mm -hmm. from people who commit to being disciplined with it. Mm -hmm. They come back in a very short period of time and say, I cannot believe how easy it is. Yeah. It's easier than anything I've ever done. Yep. And now that bleeds into, hey, I want to start strength training. I want to get a trainer. I want to build some muscle. And I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. That kind of Because sec- she's empowered and she feels a sense of control Definitely. in other areas of her life. This is a bonus section. We talk <clears throat> about fasting is there's freedom and discipline. And the application of that in dieting is fasting. And that the opposite of that is to be a slave to the tactics is super easy. It's a, it's a net simplifier which makes it easy to implement. It 
works and it's a momentum builder because it's very quick to where you start noticing progress and it's doubly motivating because you notice how easy it is to get the results. And what happens is it creates a fourth topic of impact. And that is momentum doesn't exist in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. we, we came up with that as we were prepping for this. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I wish I was more prepared to dive into that because when you create tremendous positive momentum in an essential thing in your life, it does not stay there. No different that if you create tremendous negative momentum in an essential thing in your life, it's not just that's affected. Right. If your economics fall apart because of negative momentum, careful with the relationships, mm -hmm. careful with behaviors, your diet and exercise and sleep, all of those are coming down. When you create momentum in something like this, all of a sudden, and you alluded to it, all of a sudden, they want to take on fitness. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I want to work on my relationship with my spouse or my children, or I want to pursue something that I've always wanted to do. I feel brave. I feel bold. I feel courageous because I have positive momentum. I'm going to harness that tailwind mm -hmm. and apply it to this new thing. Yeah. And so I just, I'm in love with this topic. I think it's perfect in the second month of a new year when anybody who's listening who may have tried their, uh, their diet resolution has fallen off. The reason you've fallen off is because it's tactics yeah. and it's hard and it's slow and it requires you to be perfect mm -hmm. and it's sacrificial. Yeah. And a fraction of that energy could be applied to discipline. And it's okay to try a new strategy. Yeah. Why repeat the same thing over and over? What's okay? That doesn't work. Yeah. And especially if that strategy is not rooted in tactics, yeah. but it's rooted in a disciplined lifestyle. Mm -hmm. The same would be applicable in finance or relationships or whatever essential thing you're trying to improve. Discipline is the answer. Yeah. I love it. So good. Any famous last words? Yeah. I mean, I think that we're, we're talking about discipline, but fasting is really the root of it is one of them is just audit your current situation. If you're not fasting right now and you want to give it a try, start out slow. Just do a couple of days a week or do 12 hours and then lengthen the amount of time. As you gain momentum, that will be easier. If you are fasting and you've hit a little bit of a walk, maybe you're you're sneaking in some foods before your eating window that maybe you're not aware of, or mm -hmm. you need to double down and add a 24-hour fast in there. Those are tactical things, but I think they would help people really get started in the new year. Yeah, and I, I think we've created at least off the top of my head three separate episodes all around fasting, how to get mm -hmm. a little more advanced, how to get started, and then the practical application of, of fasting. So three episodes that I can think of will link to these. And I think every human should adopt a fasting lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I think that weight loss is a byproduct of fasting. If you're stuck in weight, I think this is a fantastic discipline to adopt mm -hmm. because you will result in weight loss along with countless other things. Oh, yeah. And I encourage you to try. Yeah. And that if you can get your mind around, I want to pursue freedom. Mm -hmm. What would freedom feel like around your diet and your weight? Mm. What if you could just be? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What if it wasn't haunting you every moment of every day over every meal and every snack? Am I doing the right thing? Am I enough? Am I 
weak? Am I strong? That inner voice, that inner voice that is constantly hounding and exhausting you and diverting your attention from other things that are just as important as your weight. Mm -hmm. Just, I dare you to try to be disciplined with this, right? Yeah. And you will be surprised how easy it is, how fast it works, how sustainable it is, and what other areas of your life are touched. Yeah, I love it. Great. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. I want to thank you so much for your attention. Listen, I don't take it for granted. It means the absolute world to me. You can find out more about today's episode at brentwoodmd.com forward slash podcast. There you'll find the show notes, all the related links to this episode and tons of other resources. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. And if you've already subscribed, then it would mean so much to me if you left a review. If you think we'd be a good fit to work together, or you would just simply like to know more about the concierge services that I provide my private clients, email us at membership at brentwoodmd.com. And now for the obligatory disclaimer, this podcast is for general information only and does not constitute the practice of medicine or the giving of medical advice as no doctor patient relationship has been formed. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should seek the advice of their own medical professional providers.